0: Welcome to Aikykebot's Weird Cinema live from Grand Forks, best source. We're keeping Amer- uh, Grand Forks weird. So, uh, how is everyone doing today? We're gonna be doing a cool movie tonight. It's by Darren Aronofsky. We did a, a, a previous Darren Aronofsky episode. It was on the movie Pie, but this one is called The Wrestler. We were originally thinking of doing this as a uh, um, a crossover between weird wrestling and weird cinema,
1: but. We decided to just do it tonight. Well, yeah, you know, it is kind of a crossover there. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to diving right into it here. But before we do, I just want to make sure to give a quick shout-out to our friends at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. They're located right here in the Grand Cities Mall, and they're open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., It's a perfect time to go there, too, because NBA, NHL, NFL are all currently going on right now. And they got so many wall-to-wall TVs in there that if you don't see the game on right when you walk in there, you ask any of their staff. Jake, BT, Scott, and the crew, they'll take care of you. They'll make sure that they get the game you want on going for you. And they got all kinds of awesome express and lunch specials every weekday and uh, evening dinner specials every night, too. So, yeah, you got to make sure to go there and check it out. All kinds of specials going on too. Mondays is DJ trivia night, and they also on Tuesdays they got five dollar boneless or traditional wings, and Fiesta Fridays also with queso specials. So yeah, make sure to go and check it out. Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. They're located in the Grand Cities Mall. Open every day from eleven a.m. to two a.m. All right, so yeah, the wrestler. This this is a a, a classic classic film came out in 2008 really came out in 2008 yeah i thought, thought it was it, earlier than that yeah i thought it was well <laughs> technically uh i believe it is a little bit earlier earlier um if you want to count the 1974 movie also called the wrestler uh i is have this a remake no it's just coincidentally same name uh but that that one stars awa legend Vern Ganya and and ed asner as like the promoter it's it's really good actually it's a, a serious pretty serious take on wrestling but that's another movie for another day
0: (laughs) yeah well basically the wrestler is about this 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 uh really he was a wrestler in the 80s and basically he's trying to find the what he lost in his youth and he has you know all sorts of problems with his daughter because he was never around her and basically uh he's just trying to get back into wrestling and well, he is wrestling, but he's,
1: like, out of the big time.
0: Out of the big time, you know. I, I hate to say this is out of the big time, but he's in CZW in this and Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, they kind of show him floating around from indie promotions to, you know, Ring of Honor and CZW back then in 2008. And, and still to a degree now, even though Ring of Honor is part of the AEW umbrella, they're, they're the kind of more of the major indie promotions. But then there's, like, a fictional indie promotion that he starts off at X-W- the beginning of the show. or
0: something?
1: Like yeah, that. something like that, WXW. And... uh and he's kind of bouncing around, just kind of in his what looks to be his twilight years, you know. He's, like, t- they show him, like, taking drugs and painkillers to kind of just make ends meet and get by day to day. And he has a
0: heart attack after a match.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, he is just, yeah, he gets up to all kinds of stuff in, in this movie. Like, I really like the intro. The intro has a nice... uh as if you like hair metal this movie has a killer soundtrack yeah i know i know it, it's awesome kicks off with the awesome opening credits sequence what did you think of that the quiet riot uh bang your he- metal health bang your head <laughs>
0: that was cool I, I don't i'm not really a quiet riot fan i have a friend who just recently bought a quiet Riot
1: record though you gotta love bang your head though that's a that's a that's a, that's just quality right there uh-huh. and they show all the great Posters, pinups of uh, Mickey Rourke's character, Randy the Ram Robinson, is all, of, like, all of his Madison Square Garden success and all that. I went
0: against the Ayatollah, who he's trying to have another match against, who's kind of like the Iron Sheik.
1: Yeah, yeah. They kind of build it up at the beginning of the movie, like the post-match meeting there with the promoter. He's like, hey, it's the 20th anniversary of your match with the Ayatollah in the Madison Square Garden. Let's do a 20th anniversary rematch. How would you like how that got set up throughout the movie?
0: That was cool, you know. And then he had the heart attack, of course, and...
1: Well, why, why do not we go there? It shows like there's like three or four matches throughout the movie and like that's like the second match he's going against the guy we got in the background, uh one of your favorites, Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher.
0: Yeah, yeah. Necro He's a major deathmatch wrestler. We wrestled for uh CZW. He he he's also a really good actual wrestler too from what I've
1: heard. I've seen some of his Ring of Honor matches when they when they had Ring of Honor uh feuding with Combat Zone Wrestling Cross Motion fe- feud is a legendary uh rivalry, uh but yeah he how did you like the kind of in this picture they kind of show him talking behind uh, before the match kind of setting up the match you know, and, uh, he uh,
0: sa- and he says he's going to use a staple gun on him
1: yeah yeah uh, he's like hey how do you like how are you on uh dealing with me putting staples in you because like you said he's a big death match hardcore wrestler and mickey rourke's like hey that's not my thing and so he's kind of talking him through it and uh yeah how did you like you know you're a big fan of deathmatch wrestling from people who've watched episodes of weird wrestling know uh how did you like how they portrayed deathmatch wrestling in the wrestler
0: oh it, it that's a hundred percent uh you know genuine what they did in that czw
1: match is actually what they do in czw matches well i like how they cut to it too because they show them like in this uh they just show them talking setting up the match and the spots behind yeah. oh i don't know if it gets that treatment i think it gets the the applause treatment <laughs> I, I, I think it's to the left of the one you just hit there you go yeah <laughs> perfect yeah but they they set up so many great uh uh like the, they kind of show them talking to it and then they show them cutting to the end of the match and then like the after effects uh like and all kinds of weaponry all the hits glass tubes uh, uh staple guns tacks barbed wire barb they wire, use a guy's yeah. leg yep and Because, yeah, they show him brawling in the crowd, and then they they show him next to a guy in a wheelchair, and he's, like, going to the wrestlers. Hit
0: him with (laughs) with the leg. Hit him with the leg or something like that.
1: And then even the guy is like, here, take my leg. (laughs) And, yeah, the prosthetic leg and just whack him. You know what that reminds me of? I hate to mention weird wrestling on
0: this show, but it reminds me of when they used to have, like, uh, fans bring the weapons matches in ECW
1: yeah yeah they I and mean, then yeah the fan they would go into the wrestlers would go into the crowd and and fans would bring their own weapons to the match yeah that was yeah good what times. about
0: our truth R-Truth was in this too yeah so I, there's a
1: bunch of wrestler cameos in here yeah R-Truth is he has some lines kind of talking about uh, uh Mickey Rourke goes to a match and yeah yeah he catches you up with R-Truth backstage you said you said something about Cesaro being in this there's a blink and miss it Cesaro cameo. <laughs> what
0: what, you know, what what what's Cesaro going by nowadays if I may ask? He's
1: still going by Cesaro. I believe here this was when this came out it was before a year or two before he signed with WWE, so I think he was still going by Claudio Castagnoli. No,
0: that's what he's going as now in AEW.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess yeah, now in AEW. I'm still I'm, I was so used to calling him as Cesaro now, but uh uh but yeah, this was back during his original ROH days, but yeah, he's blink and miss it for five seconds kind of just like i think taping up in the background there but uh well this is this is a really good movie you know
0: there's a lot of interactions in it how do you like the part when he cuts himself with the uh uh meat slicer well he's like freaking out you know he's like he works at a grocery store and he's like freaking out and yeah is there some days i wish
1: i could do that yeah they show him like you know because you know he's only getting so many high quality paydays working these smaller indie shows so he has to have a, a day job on the side so he's working at a deli and then he kind of loses it on, on, on the job one day because he has a fan calls him out kind of be like hey you're randy the ram working at a deli counter and he, he kind of loses it and he intentionally cuts himself on the meat slicer at the deli and just kind of just has a big meltdown and, and storms off and quits in the meltdown of all meltdown scenes
0: well he's like throwing <laughs> throwing cereal off the shelves
1: and just go. Ah,
0: I quit.
1: Ah, I. It, it was. He. He. He nails it. He. He nails a meltdown like no other. You know. I. I there are some days I'd like to do that, but <laughs> I don't think it would get me anywhere. Besides, the police called on me. Go. Go postal, like uh, Mickey Rourke. Uh, gosh. I guess. Yeah. I guess saying, like, meltdowns and going postal. Like, this was Mickey Rourke's big comeback movie because he was, like, on, like, a 10- or 12-year hiatus before he came back for this movie. He had a great IMDb filmography before this, and this was, like, his big uh, comeback movie, which led him to getting bigger roles, like Whiplash and Iron Man 2 and a big role in the first Expendables movie. Well, here's, here's the thing about this. It's an independent movie about independent wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Fox Searchlight made this and uh they did it on a very small budget then you, you know you mentioned darren aronofsky doing it like so he had the credibility to a
0: pie and requiem for a dream *Requiem for a dream and noah later
1: yep mother also and just a you know he's fo- a great director he's very surreal do you remember who aronofsky's first selection to be for this was before mickey Rourke*? that which- which no. didn't pan out, and he quickly backed out. No, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, really? And he went to a couple indie wrestling shows backstage to get the to get the scope of the land, see what he was getting himself into. And after like one or two uh, sessions at uh, some ROH shows, he quickly backed out. And Aronofsky realized that you know this was when Nicholas Cage was still kind of like in his early to mid 40s, and you know didn't have that rough, rugged look he was going for with Mickey Rourke, which well, was a better fit.
0: There's Nicholas Cage. And then if I talk about wrestling, there's Nick Gage.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, actually. He, he should have really been in this movie,
0: personally. Mm-hmm. If I would have chosen a wrestler besides Necro Butcher to put in this movie, it would
1: have been Nick Gage. So how do you like how they portray... We, we kind of ta- uh, addressed it a little bit, but how they treat wrestlers backstage, uh, just the general rock, locker room camaraderie. Do you think they expose the business, or do you think they treat it respectfully? It's, it's definitely not kayfabe. I mean, but do you, do you like how Aronofsky portrays it in the movie? Does it? I do, does it, I do. But does it feel like he's giving away too much, or does it seem like, hey, this is he's trying to be a respectful treatment of how it is behind the scenes?
0: In the 80s, that would have never flied, because everything was kayfabe back in the days, and you didn't go out a character.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kayfabe for the uninitiated means, you know, of course, trying to protect the business, not give away the secrets and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, the, I, I really like how it was done, and I, I remember reading the reviews for it, too, when this first came out uh, from uh, other wrestling insiders and journalists uh, uh, that, you know, they, they consulted with wrestlers and, and talked with a bunch of— a uh, wide range of wrestlers and personalities and executives, and they said this was a very uh, tasteful, respectful <laughs> portrayal of the business and that, like, they, like he didn't really— like he. Aronofsky did his homework, consulting and making sure he was uh, portraying everything. You know, uh, you know he wasn't like trying to like use creative license to go over the top with anything. And you know, like like so many other bad wrestling movies over the years. Well, you're
0: oh yeah, like Ready to Rumble. Ready
1: to Rumble, no holds barred. <laughs> well,
0: we'll talk about Ready to Rumble one of these days I, I think on that, the wrestling show because I, I'd be we up need for that. Talk about that. Yeah,
1: that is one due for a discussion.
0: Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah.
1: You know, we you know who we didn't talk about in this movie yet,
0: the,
1: the big uh, co-star Marisa Tomei.
0: Oh, okay, the 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 dancer.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Mickey. What did you think of uh, Marisa Tomei playing the yeah the dancer Cassidy, who's Mickey Rourke's kind of like on and off friend girlfriend. at the uh, uh, kind of like friend slash girlfriend or confidant at the strip club? He kind of consults in and uh, just trying and and you know Marisa Tomei, you know, all oh, always a quality actor. Won an Oscar already for, I believe, for My Best Friend Vinny. Another awesome performance by her. And she was nominated for an Oscar for this in Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Uh, how did you like how, I, I kind of thought she did a great job kind of uh, helping just, you know, make, kind of make her out, to, you know, sh- showing that she's more than like a dancer. Like she like she takes Mickey Rourke to go shopping for a present to kind of reconcile his relationship with his daughter. Yeah. That's a, well, That was a great scene.
0: You know, basically this movie is all about relationships. Mm-hmm inside the ring, outside the ring, you know, trying to, you know, um...
1: Yeah, because he tries to fix his life, because like he had, like you mentioned, he has that heart attack after the Necro Butcher match. Yeah. And... I thought and so he's contemplating retirement you know he's calling some of his promoters backing out of his dates he's like yeah i need to hang it up the doctor i can't, I can't do this anymore he's trying to fix his relationship with his daughter trying to maybe get into an actual relationship with the cassidy character by marissa tomei and how did how did you things don't of course with all movies though has that storytelling 101 but aronofsky does it so well in here at least in i thought how did you think on how you think everything? He's starting to turn things around but all of a sudden the sharp turn for the final act
0: I like I the final match against the Ayatollah. Didn't you say that was Ernest the Cat Miller? Yep, though?
1: Ernest the Cat Miller. Yeah, that's right. Catbo. <laughs> the Catbo instructor himself. But
0: uh, uh, um, it's it's funny because he dies at the end of the movie. It's like It shows him jumping off the rope to do his ram jam or whatever he calls it.
1: Yeah, his finishing move, yeah.
0: And it just goes black, and that's the end of the well, movie.
1: It, it kind of leaves it up to the viewer to decide, but that's what it implies. Yeah, it doesn't like explicitly... Because it shows him like throughout the match uh you know like he's starting to because the doctor said you know if you do any more strenuous activity you could you could die and as the match goes along and he's having this epic match with uh, the ayatollah it shows him kind of clutching his chest and even uh ernest yeah, t- miller
0: ayatollah actually asked him are you are you okay to go on with this and
1: he's trying to get him to end it early but he wants to give the fans what they want right
0: I'd want to give the fans what they want. Yeah.
1: So personally, if
0: it were me, I'd i I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd do that deathmatch thing. I'd I'd do that, uh, uh, CZW thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm such a wuss. I'd probably I'd get one little cut and I'd
1: probably. <laughs> Would you like to at least be a fan of rig Sign hand, handing off a a weapon to use. That would be cool. You get or least a referee. I, that I way. Have a, yeah. I've always
0: wanted to be a referee for some reason.
1: So how did you like how the movie wrapped up with that last match? Like you know, going out on his going out on his own sword.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. What what was that Ring of Honor at the end? It was a Ring what? of Honor
1: show. To, and it looked like it was at the Hammerstein Ballroom.
0: Didn't ECW used to play? That oh yeah, a lot? they
1: they they've gone there a lot of, and so has a ton of other uh, hardcore promotions over the years. Yep, I, I believe. Uh, xpw did too in one promotion we talked about in weird wrestling uh, but but uh so sorry please. oh no it's it's cool so yeah I, I'm, I'm with you i really liked how that final act was how it was portrayed uh i, I rushed out to see this movie because it didn't come out here right away since it was a lower released lower distributed indie movie it did good it did great for it only had a six million dollar budget really aronofsky act like, the studios approved them for a $12 million budget, but Aronofsky only made it in $6 million, like half of that. And I guess it actually did really good in the bigger cities. It did $44.5 but box office. So, like, over, that's like, what, five, six times its budget there? Well, here's, here's the thing that's kind of funny about it. Like, all the referees
0: and all the um, announcers and all that stuff are real people. Yeah, they're, they're so- real announcers. They're real referees. They're real wrestlers.
1: Yeah, he, like I guess Aronofsky had a lot of connections with like, and and his staff had a lot of connections to get Ring of Honor and Combat Zone Wrestling involved, and a lot of other indie wrestlers and officials to get, you know, to you know, to do this for scale.
0: Which is cool, you know, that they actually did that because
1: then it brings the more, it
0: brings a reality
1: to it, you know. So there was something about this going out of this movie that I was, I was very reluctant on coming out of this because I came out of this loving it. I didn't know if other people like non wrestling fans were going to like this going into or not. So I didn't talk about this to anyone, you know, kind of when this movie came out, being a wrestling fan was a bit of a stigma i would uh, i would never really talk about wrestling in public because usually not all the time but a majority of the time if i was there's around,
0: a stigma with being a wrestling fan though they think we're all like neanderthals or something well
1: no it's just kind of like the it was just the cliche at the time just people talking just talking about wrestling people over here uh, have coworkers workers i track of a number of times over the years that coworkers workers be, be like talking about that fake crap again you know just you know that generic uh, insult kind of i've heard that so many times but uh i think this movie actually had a big part to play in kind of turning that uh, stigma around because like within the year of seeing this i've just bring up talking movies with friends and peers over the years like non-wrestling fan coworkers and friends they'd be like oh yeah i saw that movie the wrestler it was really good and i was i was a little bit taken aback
0: well you know i i recently got a book on the iron sheik and or the original sheik which is sabu's uncle and there's an actual quote in there from Terry Funk, and he goes, "If you think this this stuff is fake, you don't know jack, or something like that."
1: No, yeah, yeah. And I think this movie was an eye opener for for non wrestling fans that hey, you no, know, this is sure you know it may be choreographed, but you know, there there's a lot to it. This you know the wrestlers actually go through you know injuries happen, and and like a lot of the stuff they do, if something goes just a little bit wrong, you know, you no know, lives are on the line. So uh, and injuries happen often. So. Yeah, I think this movie was a big eye-opener. And just, you know, I it, I know ever since this movie came out, or within like a year or two after, once the movie got around, people seen it. It seems like it played a big part in turning that stigma around. And for me personally, this is why this movie is just, I especially am very, very fond of this movie. And I know it did good in the uh, Rotten Tomatoes also. Critic approval rating of 98%. Audience approval rating of 88%. and won a ton of awards. Uh, uh, it was nominated, uh, Mickey Rourke got not, and, Mickey and uh, Marissa Tomei got nominated for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actress, respectively. Didn't win, but uh, Rourke did win the Golden Globe for Best Drama Acting. And you know, this, gr- this movie also had a big theme song, you remember? The Wrestler played in the closing cred- credits. Bruce Springsteen won the Golden Globe for Best Original Song in a Movie, so...
0: You know, uh, butcher should have just automatically won the King of the Deathmatch mm. tournament after this movie. Hmm.
1: Did he? Or I no? Can't he re- should have. Oh yeah. So, what are some you no know, big final takeaways going on this? A lot of big wrestling moments in here.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love this movie. My friend Kelly or my friend got it for me, and you know, it was it was wonderful. I I enjoyed it. And I
1: know just you know you being a big fan of Deathmatch wrestling too, this movie's got. I'm sure you gotta love how this pays respect to the deathmatch wrestling scene too, right? Yeah. So um, I'll just wrap it up real quick with saying, you know, there was some interesting aftermath of this when This movie got uh, a lot of big critical acclaim. WWE kind of gave it its endorsement and got Mickey Rourke involved. Do you remember how they got Mickey Rourke involved in the build-up to that year's WrestleMania? No, I do not. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So uh, I guess leading up, the movie was nominated for Oscars. So Vince McMahon kind of wanted to cash in on the success and endorsed it with uh, public approval of it and uh, he got Mickey Rourke, and it looked like they were setting up Mickey Rourke and Chris Jericho to wrestle at that year's Wrestlemania. <laughs> the wizard. The yeah, wizard. And, uh, but then I guess, like, it, it, things didn't go so well. The promos were kind of botched, and like uh, Mickey Rourke thought Chris Jericho was trash-talking for real and was taking offense, and then the Academy thought Mickey Rourke, they weren't fond of Mickey Rourke actually wrestling in a wrestling match, and so they were like, Talks of if he does, if he goes through with the match, he won't win the Academy Award. And so instead of those two fighting in a match, they just did a little confrontation at WrestleMania. It ended up being very weird. Chris Jericho talks all about it in his book. It ended up just being a big schmazz. It was still interesting to look back on.
0: Well, I gotta say one more thing, and then I gotta go. Yep. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of when uh, David Arquette wrestled Nick Gage.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yeah, yep, yep, big ol', yeah, but. Yeah. it was a death match it was a death match i remember yeah dark side of the ring they talked about it in detail look up some clips on youtube <laughs> but uh safe to say easy thumbs up must recommendation for the wrestler right yes i would all right and uh yeah i guess uh before we wrap things up we're gonna have a quick shout out to our friends from executive properties Our team of professionals at Executive Properties Construction have over 30 years of experience. We pride ourselves on doing quality work at a reasonable rate for our customers. Just check out what past customers have said in our amazing Google reviews. Then contact us today to get started on a bid for your next project. You can call us at 701-330-1273 or email info at executiveproperties.org. And check it out. We're hiring. We're building our new team for snow removal for this upcoming season. Contact Jess for more info at jess at executiveproperties.org. Just want to give a quick plug to some of the other shows going on Grand Forks Best Source this week. It is High School Hockey Week on Grand Forks Best Source, with interviews this week with Red River coach Tim Scarperood and East Grand Forks coach Tyler Palmasino. And uh, yesterday's Dirty Thursday it had, had on the drivers and crew from the Forks Karting Association. And speaking of karting, we bested out some kart racing um earlier today on midwest super pixel pro so those are just a few of over a dozen shows going on ground forks best source this week and you can find it by searching gfbs on your favorite podcast social media or streaming audio apps if you want to help support gfbs make sure to leave us a five-star review on google or check out that donate link on top of the gfbestsource.com website all right Icky, well, um, I know this month is. You said you got some special Christmas theme movies to kick off uh, uh, December with uh, starting next week, right? Yes. What What are we kicking off the Christmas themed uh, weird movies with?
0: Silent Night, Deadly Night 3.
1: The third one. Because right. I
0: can't find the first two, so <laughs>
1: hey. they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. It's all good. So, yeah, tune in. Do your homework. J- make sure to watch it. Tune in next week, right? Yeah. And uh,
0: thank you. All for watching our shows, we really appreciate it. And you know, as as we said, you can leave us messages and things like that. So stay weird, North Grand Forks.